time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Retirement Roadmap. Walter Storholt here alongside Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting, serving you in Greensboro with an office on Mears Chapel Road. You can find us online by going to greensbororetirement.com. Glenn, what's going on in your world? We're just gearing up. It's We've been waiting for fall and it's finally here. And so we're enjoying the weather and um, and of course we're gearing up for the you know the end of the year planning and taking care of things that uh, need to be done, you know working with clients, making sure we're dotting all the I's, crossing all the T's, getting everything that needs to be done done by the end of the year, and um, you know helping uh, some new folks out too. Um, you know we have uh, quite a few folks that are uh, you know getting in touch with us and saying you know, hey let's let's sit down and chat. So uh, we're keeping pretty busy. I'm just dumping cinnamon and pumpkin flavoring into pretty much everything I eat and drink at this point in time. <laughs> so we're in we're in full fall swing as we record today's episode. I, I love it. You know, <laughs> fall's my favorite season, so I'm I'm looking forward to just in, you know enjoying the next couple months. I'm right there with you, absolutely. Well, we've got a great show on the way today. As the seasons change, it inspires us to talk about uh, some of the things that change in your financial life and in your portfolio and in the financial landscape. So that kind of inspires what we're going to create into a two-part series here on the show. You know, there are different variables in retirement that really impact a financial plan. These are the things that are different as we go person to person. So the answer to these questions for me will be very different from the questions uh, that you would respond to and the answers that we would get. So we call these the retirement variables, and we're going to tackle those on part one of our discussion. And then on the next episode of the podcast next week, we're going to tackle the retirement constants. What are the things in the financial landscape that really impact us all the same? And how do we plan for those and incorporate those things into our financial plan. So this should be a fun two-part series where we tackle the variables and the constants that shape our retirement plans. So Glenn, obviously retirement questions that are very critical, uh, the answers are going to vary from person to person in this first portion of our conversation about these different things. The very first question that I want to tackle today is about how much income we're going to need in retirement. And maybe that seems obvious. Everybody is going to kind of have a different answer to that question because of uh, all the different uh, little elements that go into making up our day-to-day lives. Well, no, that's exactly right, Walter. I mean, that's one of the key things that we have to work on as we think about living in retirement and, you know, and living through the retirement years is, you know, what does that income plan look like? And of course, it depends upon, you know, what is, you know, what is your lifestyle needs? You know, do you have some bills that, you know, that will get paid off or have they, you know, like say, for instance, like the house, right? It's like, you know, if your house is free and clear, that's one thing. If, if you still have some payments left or, you know, a period of time left on that mortgage, that's another. So that's a variable that, that could possibly shift, you know, in, in the in the next few years for some folks. A lot of folks like the idea of, you know, when they first retire, maybe they're going to take a few more trips than they have in the past. And they want to really, you know, take advantage and, you know, kind of like say, you know, I hear people say all the time and it makes sense that it's like, hey, you know, we want to we want to take some more trips and do things, while, you know, while we can or while we want to. And, you know, as, as we get older, we realize that we probably will slow down a little bit and maybe not be as ambitious about, you know, taking trips and traveling around. So there's different variables there that are going to cause folks to think about, you know, how are they going to structure the, you know, the income that they have at the beginning years of retirement and throughout retirement. And uh, 
you know, it, it's like you say, there's no such thing as a one size fits all. Everybody's in a little bit different situation. And, um, you know, so that's where we sit down and we, and we do the planning and we, you know, and we figure out exactly what's the right fit for each person or each couple. Yeah, it's a great point, Glenn. And I think that's a great way to start the conversation about these variables in a retirement plan. Another question to ask yourself, and again, this is going to lead to different answers, is how much are we going to pay in taxes? Now, tax brackets seem you know, relatively set, so it seems like that, that answer, Glenn, wouldn't be that much of a variable for different people. But I guess I'm being a bit too simplistic here. Well, income tax brackets and, um, you know, what the brackets actually are, you know, what the thresholds are of having a certain amount of taxable income and then what rate are, you know, are you going to be at or what marginal rate are you going to be at? Those can change over time. I mean, you know, it's not uncommon if you get a new administration or a new Congress, you know, that sometimes that stuff shifts. And so right now, you know, we're in a place where, you know, tax rates have come down here recently, obviously. And as we look at it, I mean, in theory, we're supposed to have these tax brackets and tax rates, you know, through 2025. And I say theoretically, and the reason I say theoretically is we have an election next year, right? And that could potentially change some things. You know, we'll just have to wait and see what actually takes place and, you know, and, and what policies get implemented or what policies stay in place. We always have to kind of look out as to what's going to happen with taxes because, again, everybody's situation's a little different. You know, folks have different income streams and different amounts and when they're actually going to tap into this account or that account or maybe when are we going to turn on Social Security or when is the spouse going to turn on their Social Security. You know, all of those things play into it. Tax planning and income planning kind of go hand in hand. And it's really um, the strategies of living in retirement and making that transition from accumulation to preservation and distribution, right? I mean, most people have saved their entire lives into these retirement accounts and they've never retired before. They certainly worked and, you know, and saved, you know, for many, many, many years, but then making that transition to different strategies and how do you, what's your exit plan? How are you going to extract the money out of the accounts and do that in, in a tax efficient manner? And that's a little bit tricky and that takes some planning. And, you know, that's of course what we do and that's how we help people in, in you know, in large degree in terms of making that transition and making sure that that plan is efficient as is possible. There's no doubt where this next essential retirement planning question falls, and that's, you know, in terms of being a variable in retirement, is life expectancy. How long should we expect to live, and therefore how long do we need to plan for, you know, being in retirement? But obviously that's going to be a different date for everybody. It's also a very big unknown, right? Well, yeah, you're exactly right, Walter. I mean, it is a big unknown. But what we do know is, is in general, people are living longer and longer, Right. You know, there's a lot of factors in there. You know, it's family history. What's your health like? You know, do you have any existing conditions? You know, um, you know, how well are you taking care of yourself? You know, all those things play into it. You know, I mean, how active is, is your lifestyle? You know, how active is it throughout your working years? What is it like when, you know, once you retire? There's a lot in that to kind of determine, well, you know, how long are you going to live? And of course, nobody has a crystal ball in that regard because it's an unknowable thing. What we always kind of do in, in terms of planning is, is we act as if and plan as if you're going to be here for a long time, right? I mean, we want to make the assumption that that's going to be the case, particularly if it's a married couple, because, you know, even if one person passes, you know, it's typical that, that the surviving spouse is going to live, you know, a period of time, you know, after that. And so we got to plan for and make sure that income is there and the planning is there, 
you know, throughout both life expectancies. And of course, you know, legacy comes into play as well. I mean, most folks I talk with, you know, and speak with and, and work with, you know, are wanting to do something for the next generations, right? For, you know, for their kids and or grandkids. And so all of that plays into how long is your money going to last? And of course, how long your money is going to last, you know, is, is largely dependent upon how long you're going to live. And so all these things get interconnected in terms of the overall planning and, and being most efficient with the preservation of your resources and then the distribution of your resources. We're talking about these retirement variables, the things that shape our retirement plan, but are different from person to person and uh, really underscoring the need for that customized part of your financial plan. Remember, cookie cutter plans are no go in retirement planning. This is illustrating that point today. Another one is when we should start Social Security, Glenn. For some people, that answer may be right away. For others, it may be quite a while, and some will fall certainly in between and I would also say, I guess, not just when, but how to take Social Security. Well, that's exactly right, Walter. Um, there's a lot of variables there. You know, how long are you going to work? You know, how long is your spouse going to work? What are the other streams of income that you're going to have? Are you going to have a pension? Or is, is your spouse going to have a pension? Maybe both of you are. Or maybe maybe neither one of you. You know, do you have retirement accounts? You know, are those tax advantaged, you know, like Roth types accounts or, you know, do you have, you know, the vast majority of your money in, you know, in pre-tax where, you know, you're going to have, it's going to be subject to taxation as it comes out. You know, all those things are going to play into Social Security, which may seem kind of strange to some folks, but the reality is, is that Social Security interacts with all the other income streams, particularly when we start thinking about taxes, because Social Security is not inherently taxable. It becomes subject to taxation based on how much other income you have. So we want to think in terms of cash flow needs and when are you going to need to have uh, you know this amount of money coming from the different resources that you have. But there are times when we might delay Social Security and spend out some you know some of the money that's in the retirement accounts. There's other times where we might have one spouse you know take a little early and then the other delay. Again, it's going to be really dependent upon a lot of variables. You know, how long are you going to work? You know, um, what? How much has you have you saved? What are the needs? You know, is there an age gap between the two folks? You know, and, and, and a married couple. There's many many variables, and we start with you know doing an analysis of how do we maximize the the Social Security cash flow, and then we also move into you know what are going to be the tax ramifications, and then how long are you working? And there's so many pieces of that puzzle. We want to make sure that we get it right, and you know not necessarily just make a snap decision because you know normally you know, when you turn on Social Security, it becomes a scenario where more often than not, it's kind of a permanent decision. I mean, there's there's a lot of cases where it kind of has to be, but there's other times when you maybe you could actually pause, you know, turn it on and pause it. But most of the time when folks turn it on, it, it, it pretty much stays on. So we want to make sure we get that answer right before we do anything. Well, let me throw out one more example here, Glenn, about how retirement planning has these different variables that uh, are different from you, different from me, different from somebody listening to today's podcast. And that would be when it comes to the conversation of risk and how much money we should have at risk when we retire. Very big variable there. Sure. Well, I mean, and a lot of it has to do, Walter, with how much do you have saved? What is going to be your income sources? 
And, you know, what is your leg? What are your legacy plans? You know, the, one of the big keys is, is that you, there's an old saying, you don't take the grocery money to Las Vegas, right? I mean, you know, you want to make sure that that money is, is there and it's going to be there when you need it. You know, obviously when we're talking about income planning and income needs, well, I mean, when you're, when you're needing income over the next, you know, couple of years, I mean, that money should really not be at risk. And so, you know, the question becomes, well, how much income do you need? Do you have social security? Do you have a pension? You know, what, you know, is there a gap between what your regular income streams are, you know, and between that and your actual, you know, lifestyle? And how are we going to fill that gap? And that's a key question. And so when we start looking at that in terms of how much money do you need to, you know, to take care of your, you know, your lifestyle, that really starts to answer a lot of questions about how much risk can you take and and how much risk can you take with certain portions of money, you know, and, and I say certain portions of money, we tend to look at it like a bucket approach because it's really easy for folks to visualize a bucket of money. And we think in terms of, well, there's the now bucket, you know, what are you going to need now or, or over the next year? Then we look at the soon bucket. You know, what are you going to need over the next, you know, five to ten years? You know, and and that money should should have very little, if any, volatility in it. That should be. We should know that that's going to be there because you're going to need to draw from it. And then, of course, there's the later dollars. You know, in terms of you know ten years or more away. You know, well maybe those dollars can have a little bit more risk in them, and and they can have a little bit more volatility because you don't need those dollars. You know, for quite some time. So it, it's a different planning strategy than what you might have when you're accumulating and saving for retirement. When you're actually in retirement, you've got to be thinking about how am I going to get the money out? How is it going to be a reliable income source? And how am I also going to be most tax efficient when I was, uh, we're drawing money out of these different accounts as well? It's pretty complicated on one hand. On the other hand, there's formulas and you know strategies that we can follow that, that can make, make it significantly easier if we take the time to do it. And that's, of course, what we want to do is, is, is sit down with folks and let's build a plan and let's put some strategies together. What's that process look like, Glenn, if somebody wants to build a plan and put into it these customizations that we've talked about on today's show, all these different variables, they want that to be taken into account into their plan. What's the process with you look like specifically? Well, Walter, I mean, it, it all starts with, you know, a discovery meeting, right? When, when we sit down and we start to have a conversation, right? And that conversation begins with, you know, well, where are you in life? You know, are, have you already retired? You know, maybe one person's retired, the other one's still working. Or maybe, you know, we're a number of years away from retirement. So we start there and we say, okay, well, what have, what have you got saved? What is your current plan? You know, what does that look like? Do we need to possibly make some adjustments to that? You know, maybe you're planning on retiring at a certain time and maybe, you know, you, you can say, you know what, I could actually retire sooner than that if, if I put in the right strategies. Or it's also possible, you know what, maybe it's, maybe you'd be better off working a little bit longer. And all of those things come into play and then we start having that conversation about, you know, how much money do you have saved? How is it saved? Is it how tax efficient are the dollars that you have to draw from in retirement? And that conversation obviously leads to multiple conversations, you know, with, with folks that, you know, that we work with. You know, we start off, though, just, just in a general conversation and let's find out where are you and what do you need? You know, what do you feel like uh, your plan currently looks like? And then we take it one step at a time. And it's really just, you know, getting, you know, getting to know each other and getting to know 
know, what, what are your comfort levels, you know, with this, we, you know, what is your knowledge level of, of different, you know, strategies for retirement? And then, you know, we, we take it one step at a time. You know, we want it to be an easy process and, um, you know, very, you know, it starts off very, very informal. Let's, let's have a conversation and let's see where you are. And then from there, we just take it, you know, little by little. And then, you know, we look to uh, build a plan for folks. Well, if you'd like to get in touch with Glenn Mosseller, it is really easy to do so. If you want to talk out some of these things with Glenn and the team at Roadmap Financial Consulting, here's how you can reach out. You can give a call to 336-291-3535. That's 336-291-3535. And you can always visit the website, greensbororetirement.com, to schedule a free review. Just click on the free consultation button at the bottom of the page on your smartphone or computer. Again, go to greensbororetirement.com and click free consultation to schedule your review of your plan today. Uh, Glenn also offers educational workshops and courses throughout Greensboro and the surrounding areas, and you can inquire about some of those upcoming events in the uh, ways that we mentioned already on today's show. If you'd like to come out and learn with some of your peers about proper financial and retirement planning uh, methods and uh, strategies. There's much more coming up on this conversation. On the next podcast, part two of this topic, we're going to dive into now some of the constants when it comes to retirement planning. So we talked about all these things that differ from person to person, but what about the things that affect us all the same and how do those get pulled into the plan and affect us? We'll talk about that coming up on the next edition of the show. For Glenn Mosseller, I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you soon on the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. <music> 